<laughs> Hi, welcome to uh, welcome to this podcast. Uh, this is first comment. I'm Shanae. Uh, we're gonna do. Uh, <laughs> welcome to this podcast. <laughs> um, okay, we're doing it. We, we're just in. We were so excited about it. We didn't even intro the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we didn't intro it. You Enjoy. Know, I should hope you know what you clicked on. <laughs> Enjoy all that you just, just heard. In your little, iTunes I, podcast shuffle. You're like, who the fuck? <laughs> know. You're like, are these, these girls are just talking? Whiny people. <laughs> no, I think the. I don't even remember what we just talked about, but I hope it was delightful for you all. Uh, maybe. even if it wasn't, <laughs> even if it wasn't, you're still here. So, yeah. Okay, so this episode we're going to be talking about anxiety. Yes. Um, both anxiety, just sort of like in the human sense, yeah. and also sort of like as it relates to pop culture. It's interesting because it does seem like a very millennial thing. Because I feel like before, like three years ago, we never heard anybody talking about anxiety ever. Would you agree? No. You don't feel like that? No, but I've also like been an anxious person forever. So I feel like I did. I've always thought about it. I've never been conscious of um, anxiety until like I feel like the last two or three years. I feel like it was something that's always been like something that's factored into my life because I'm a very anxious person, but I've never had the language to it. I feel like the anxiousness thing and being anxious um, sort of is something that's now come to be just like really, really a big idea that people think about a lot because of the internet and the internet makes people anxious. Yeah. I mean, how could it not? (laughs) A thousand things. If you want an opinion, you don't even have to come up with it. You can just like go on the internet and it'll tell you how to feel. Yeah. Which sometimes I need actually, but most of the time (laughs) I'm like, oh God, (laughs) so many thoughts, so um, many feelings. Like, for example, talking about sort of anxiousness in pop culture, I've been really anxious, and this is me going off the deep end, and I'm pretty sure I'm by myself here, um, but I'm hopefully somebody listening <laughs> understands this. I've been really anxious about the DC versus Marvel thing, like sort of like the Batman v Superman thing. I feel really bad for the people who made Batman v Superman, even though I don't think it's a good movie. Um, and just like sort of the anxiousness around the conversation about it, sort of like this empathy of like, ah, oh, like... When you create something and you put a lot of work on it and then people just don't like it, just the idea of that whole conversation really sort of like well, makes me anxious. Well, that's just creative anxiety too. Yeah. Like, I think the more, like you're a writer and I feel like when you, as a result, you like know what it's like to like try to birth something right, out of nothing right. and how hard it can be and how like much of a struggle it is and how you like just wallow through like days of self-loathing right. and just trying to make anything <laughs> work. Anxious. Yeah. And then like the idea of someone being like, this is garbage yeah nothing about this is redeemable it's like yo guys you try to make a movie with ben affleck (laughs) (laughs) word so i feel like that so that type of anxiety affects me a lot to where i feel like you're right i think it's the creator thing so like when people say something bad about a movie that i didn't think was great but thought was okay and thought was kind of an okay effort and then they compare it to like um, the Civil War movies coming out, which I'm excited for, but the way they've been comparing them to each other, I'm just like, that shit's not cool. And it makes me anxious. I'm just like, oh, just like keep right. them separate. Like stop doing that. Yeah. Like, also, you don't have to compare these two different things. Yeah. Just like appreciate what one is for what it is. I mean, even if though I didn't like Batman versus Superman at all, but that wasn't my ministry. I wasn't yeah. going to like yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I could like but, respect what they were trying to do. And yeah. it wasn't like Howard the Duck bad. I mean, it wasn't good, but it wasn't like, I, don't I mean, know. for Gal Gadot alone, I was fine. Yeah, she's great. And, <laughs> and that was all I needed. So I think that that type her of anxiety 
perfect breast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like a model. The whole time. Of course. She never, she never wears a bra. She never has to. Yeah, I was like, Wonder Woman indeed. Yeah. So, That's Wonder what it Woman takes. indeed. Oh, God. That's what makes a Wonder Woman. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, yeah, so that type of anxiety I think I get from the internet a lot to where I like – really overly attach myself to people's creative endeavors and people's opinions about creative stuff, which brings me also to the fact that it's so interesting that these critics, like critics in general, I feel like if you're a critic, you should like also be somebody who writes or creates or like make movies and stuff. Cause it always seems so unfair to me to like have people sort of cast judgment on these movies in such like a thorough way. And I'm like, well, have you ever like written anything <laughs> or like yeah. created a movie or done anything? So like that to yeah, me. Yeah, have you given this a shot? <laughs> I know. So I feel like you. like tear things apart. They're like, it was this and the story was horrible. And I'm just like, okay, but like. Yeah, I sometimes cool. feel the same way too, but I also appreciate the place that critics have. Yeah. I also think that part of the issue too is that everyone's a critic yeah I think that there's maybe so many it. ways to do it now because like the internet's there man all you have to do is like put out put 140 your opinions. characters yeah. like this movie sucked and everyone who likes this movie is dumb <laughs> yes <laughs> it's, just, like, it's so easy but yeah at the same time I feel like critics are good like I like because sometimes and this is something I've thought a lot about since um I think Ryan Coogler talked about this a little bit at some kind of critics awards thing um, basically, like, sometimes critics, like, highlight people that you wouldn't know about otherwise. That's true, yeah. Like, I used to read film reviews all the time just because they would, like, talk about, they talk about every movie pretty much. So right. So you would find out about movies you wouldn't hear about otherwise because, yeah. like, I don't watch a lot of cable television that not yeah, watching yeah. commercials. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I think that's also cool. I definitely think that there's, well, it's interesting because it there's goes. There's a good and there's a bad to everything. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and this is something that I always struggle with because I feel like the internet right now is all about curating. Do you know what I mean? So like a lot of times having success on the internet and being known is about curating good things and sort of being a good commentator on things and I feel like it's hard to do that and also be a creator do you ever like feel that way you just sort of like yeah I don't understand people who are creative types who also can tweet all the time and live on yeah Twitter and, and I don't all the time because I'm like I don't have the mental well, capacity to yeah so there's just like the like me that. too and I think for a while I was trying to be that person who like tweeted and was always like super like commentary and stuff like that but I felt like um I was getting anxiety over that of trying to be like clever on that, Twitter <laughs> yeah I was just trying to be that type of internet person you know what I mean yeah. and which is like not me like I write other stuff and uh so I think that that's like an anxiousness too it's just like being the right type of yeah internet person because we are in the curated world now right like people have like hundreds of thousands of followers because they just comment on things yeah. in a specific way. I think about that a lot, and I just know I'm not ever going to be that person. And I'm not going to be that person. Yeah, like, I think sometimes I'm like, oh, I could be sort of like a commentator person, but it's just, like, I'm too, like, yeah. honestly, I feel like reality is boring. Like, that's why I couldn't be a journalist is because when people were like, write about things that are happening, I'm just like, I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this is as far as I can go is this podcast, but if you ask me to, like, write a piece about something, I'm never going to be able to do it yeah. like that because I think it's boring. I so. mean, I find it interesting. And yeah, my interests are so specific. so new. <laughs> are we writing an article about John Cho's ass and how it got to be 
can we? If not, <laughs> then I'm not really that interested. It's not about witches or yeah, Beyonce. Yeah, not witches or, or Beyonce. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. So, yeah, so I think it's really interesting, that creative anxiety, too, because I feel like a lot of writers especially feel a lot of pressure to become sort of, like, Twitter famous. Yeah, and sort because of like, so many jobs out there now want to know, like, how many followers you have. Right. I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with yeah, anything? Yeah, but, but it seems like the people who have the bigger followings aren't necessarily um, in sort of like writer's rooms or like doing stuff like that, like, because there's no time. Like, I feel like whenever I see somebody who's big, like the guy who um, wrote The Jungle Book, like I went to his page uh, a couple days ago before the weekend. Now he has a lot of followers, but before that he had like, 400 followers yeah and now because if you're writing because he's writing movies, you yeah don't have time to think about tweets exactly <laughs> that's honestly yeah that's how i feel so that's how it happens to a lot of the writers is that like they're not famous at all because they're writing and yeah. then all of a sudden something unless hits. you're a comedian but that's different I mean, but that's totally different yeah. yeah but then like something hits and all of a sudden they like have all these followers which i think that's probably if that if i ever do have lots of followers that's right. how it's going to happen for me because i've sort of let go of my like be cool on Twitter anxiety because I was like, I just am too, like, I can't do it. <laughs> like, I can't. Uh, the way I see it, if I feel compelled to tweet, I'm going to. Yeah. But I'm never going to sit around, like, trying to think of tweets. Oh, my gosh. Because if I'm sitting around trying to think of things, it needs to be something else. Like, exactly. I like, I should be Twitter. writing my script. Yeah. Something, <laughs> someone needs to eventually pay me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I remember, um, I'm not going to say his name. Uh, I went on a date once with this guy who was sort of Twitter famous. He has like, um, at the time he had like 10,000 followers and now he has like 200,000 followers or something. And the whole time during the date, he was just like looking down at his phone and like, Thinking of things to tweet. Although I haven't been on there recently because I've been working on my pilot. And I what? Can't do it. I can't point, do both. If point, I'm being doing well on Twitter, I'm not doing well on anything else. I feel like that's for that's the case with a lot of people. But yeah, the guy that I was talking to, he also was just like Twitter famous, but he was also broke. And like, he yeah. like didn't, like he was doing pieces for magazines. But I think people don't realize that if you work right for Vulture or like Grantland or all those places... Um, Grantly, it's not around anymore. It's not like you're getting paid a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I think about that a lot. I wish, talking about anxiety, I have a lot of financial anxiety. I shouldn't mm. because my parents are supporting me a lot of the time, but I'm trying to like, I'm slowly but surely getting independent, but... Getting off the parent teat. Yeah, exactly. But it's still like, I don't know, I just want people to like talk about how much they get paid for things more. Oh my gosh, yes. Because I feel like there's so much secrecy. And sometimes I look at people I like on the internet, I'm just like, how do you survive? Like, I just want to know, like, because you can't be making that much money from what you're doing, from no. what I can see. Well, I just want to know, like, where where are these, I just want everyone to like turn over their tax returns so that I can tell <laughs> how they're doing. Well, that's the big what secret. I mean, I mean, that's the big thing. No one likes talking about money, but I feel like just. Well, that's the problem. That's what's happened with the internet is that because you don't know what other people are making, you're getting paid shit because yeah. people know that there's no transparency in the industry. And especially since um, I know people who are sort of internet famous and they're not making that much money at all. Yeah. Like, so I think that's why people don't say anything because they're embarrassed to be like, yeah, there was, um, oh, I make third, like whatever. Right. 
Gabby um, Dunn wrote that I article. saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was interesting, too, because it's so true. Like, I mean, okay, I forget what the article's called, but just look up Gabby Dunn if you don't already know her. It's like, something about... Should. She's um, awesome. Yeah, it's like YouTube and how yeah. they don't really make that much money. Because she and um, Allison Raskin are, like, internet famous, but, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> that Well, it doesn't mean anything, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> like, she was talking about it, and I feel like that's the case for so many of these, like, internet celebrities. Yeah. Like, but then you'll see them waitressing because, like, you got to pay these bills. <laughs> Yeah, I don't get paid off of your likes and appreciation. I say that to people all the time, just in my business. <laughs> also true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's so hard, especially since now, like, sort of what I'm doing for a job slash career thing that I'm not sure what's happening yet is thinking about, like, how to get likes on these people's pages because I've been basically ghostwriting people's social media accounts. And it's so interesting to me because I don't give a shit about my own accounts, but with them, I have to actually think about, like, okay, what's the best time to publish? Like, what hashtag should I use? There's even, like, these calculators where you can, like, figure out, like, which headline to get the most likes or clicks. And I'm just like, this is Coast Schedule has one of those. Is that the one you have? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have all sorts of stuff to send you. Yeah, and it's interesting because and I teach social media strategy, and I don't use it on my Twitter because I don't care because it's, like, whatever. Um, But... The way it works is that okay, sorry guys, we're gonna take a, like a little detour. Is that it's we're interesting? We're eventually gonna get back to anxiety. Yeah, it's never leaving. Um, <laughs> so. No, it's so interesting because in social media strategy, um, what we talk about is how it's not about the amount of engagement; it's about engaging with the right people. So the whole thing about Twitter fame and stuff like that is that like it it operates under this sort of model that you're supposed to be. Um, let's see, like what's the word like? appealing to the biggest amount of people like Mm. it's like who's gonna get the most retweets or whatever but like really social media strategy for like money purposes we don't really care about who retweets it unless they click through and actually pay for something which is a whole nother strategy so it's really interesting and that's sort of like what's happened with a lot of like social media famous people is that they're so used to being sort of like trying to get viral but like virality or whatever that word is doesn't really matter if it doesn't actually benefit your goals. it doesn't really happen that much anymore. Well, because, yeah, because it's like, what's so funny, because my friend was just saying how she's trying to engineer one of her posts to go viral on Medium, and I'm just like, okay, but why? Yeah, (laughs) but, but I mean, it's true, like, it's, you get sort of like street cred because you have the most shares or whatever, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything yeah also like, i feel like it's kind of hard to actually recreate that like if you knew how to make a post go viral you would be paid a lot more yeah seriously you like, wouldn't need to you wouldn't need to post on media i mean right. somebody pay, you would have somebody paying you yeah i feel like generally when it comes to like and i think about this when it comes to like younger people yeah because i grew up with facebook but like yeah I didn't even know. that was i mean i i've Let's talk about it. I hate Facebook. I've always hated Facebook. Facebook isn't bullshit. And I'll tell you why. First of all, when it was the thing to use, everyone was on it. And that's not what I want on the internet. I don't want people I know in real life to be knowing where I am. What I'm doing. What I'm watching. What I'm eating. (laughs) So I never did anything on there. In fact, I still don't do anything on there and I never will probably. And now Facebook has turned to this thing where it's become like the announcements social media site. So every time I go on there. Babies. Babies. Marriages. Engagements. Grad school programs, graduations. I got this many scholarships. And I'm like, you know what? Good for you. But I don't even know you. And how do, why are you showing up for my timeline? Where I know, right? Because I just feel like over the years, people just like become your friends on Facebook. And I'm yeah. just like, where, who are where, these people? Who are you? 
like half my timeline, I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I know. Do you unfriend those people or do you like? I went through this um, unfriending purge in 2015, but oh, as of like, I, have I so don't so much care. anxiety about it. I How about anxiety? Look, we came back. We made it back. Well, I <laughs> made the, I unfriended a family member and she got really mad at me. <gasps> really? Yeah. I could never unfriend a family member. Well, I, I kind like of felt the need to because she was blowing up my spot. <laughs> and it was too much. <laughs> also, nice early 2000s reference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I get half of the words I say from walls. I've been watching Living Single and I don't know what's happening. Late 90s. Um, uh, but yeah, and then also I guess we should sort of talk about, well, I think we talked a little bit about like anxiety and internet. I want to talk about sort of like anxiety and pop culture. Like when you like, for you, it's Beyonce, right? Oh my God. We know the film. I like feel the urge to check Twitter right now. <laughs> Just to check. So like the anxiety of like something on its way. Um, Game of Thrones is about to start. Yeah. So I have a lot of like anxious energy about what's going to happen with that. I know. And that show stresses me out. And I oh, love it yeah. so much. But it, it like last season I thought I was going through like some real panic attacks. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> true. Some episodes, like, and this Do you is, like forward wine through stuff? I feel like I forward wine through parts. I I've feel never. Like I forward wine. I can't. Or I'll like close my ears and shut my mouth and I'll just be like, ah. So I have said before that the only reason, there's two reasons why I would like a boyfriend. One, so that he can moisturize the upper part of my back that I can't truth, reach. Truth, truth, truth. Um, and two, so that someone could be there with me when Game of Thrones comes on so that I could, like, punch someone w- instead of, like, the couch <laughs> when things happen. Because whenever things happen, I, like, get, like, all frantic. I'm like, ah! <laughs> I know, no, I just, like, I just need someone there to calm me down. <laughs> I do laps. Like, that's my big thing. Like, I know. I just, I just pause <laughs> HBO code. I'm like, no, not today. Not John, I know. I just, like, will, like, walk around my apartment and and Alfred will like walk around with me and he's like, what are we doing? Are we going outside? I'm like, You're no. so hyped. I know. And I'm just like, You're no, moving. No, 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 no. He's like, wow, you've been sitting there for the last seven hours. This yeah, is weird. I used to watch this with my friend John, but now I don't have anyone to watch it. Aw, so you can I watch need- it with Alfred. Okay, I'll watch it with Alfred. Um, I can't watch Game of Thrones with anybody because it's just sort of like a very like solitary experience for me. I don't know why. See, I need other people. It's See, like, like the only me, show where I feel like I need other people. <laughs> Once I tried to, um, in Austin, they had this thing where they would sort of play it on Sundays at this coffee shop and I went and I was just was like, you all need to get out of here. See, <laughs> that's too much though. Because like, yeah. that's why I don't like viewing parties because first of all, you're not going to actually watch the thing and yeah. then it's like, what's the point? Also, I don't like to talk to people. Yeah, <laughs> so, I know. That's right. Like, I don't like I put engage. one other person there with whom I can have, like, a running commentary of, like, oh, I love Sansa's dress. And he's just, like, whatever. <laughs> um, or whatever. Al- Alfred will be, like, oh, yeah. And then if something nuts happens to yet another Stark, I'll, like, have someone to, like, be, like, why is this happening? <laughs> well, I feel like with Game Again. of Thrones, like, I feel like I'm going to be less anxious because now I'm just sort of, like, what I expect what everybody. I know, like, I expect everything See, I, I love that, to that be gone. To me every season, and yet every season they, they, they think manage of something. to destroy me. So, yeah. yeah, like, last season I thought, like, oh, what more can they do? Like, Rob's gone. I have nothing to live for. I know, seriously, Rob. Um, oh. And then they took away John, and I was like, well, I didn't even care. Oh, spoiler, sorry, guys. <laughs> you guys know about it. Yes, <laughs> you know. know about that Our one. audience here knows. But also, I don't think he's really dead, so... I do. You think so? I do. I feel like he's going to come back in some shape or form. I don't. Also, I he's been all. seen he's shooting. shooting so. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe I'll do like some red, like some, some red like, witch shit. Some, some, oh, yeah. some magic bullshit. <sighs> that seems like cheating. I hate that. 
Yeah, I don't it know. It seems like you shouldn't be able to bring people back from the dead because why mess with my emotions like this? Yeah. But another good news, he's dating uh, the person who played Egret. I know, yeah, they've been dating for like two years or something. Which is impressive that we're just now learning about this. Good for y'all. Slow claps. <laughs> um, think but it yeah, was crazy. Though. Anyway, I have a lot of Beyonce anxiety <laughs> because unlike Game of Thrones, I know when that's happening. You know, like, and wait, what am I saying? Game of Thrones, I know <laughs> when that's going to happen. Beyonce, any day, any moment. And I could have sworn like a couple of weeks ago it was going to happen because like I just felt like I could, I felt like I sensed a shift in the atmosphere and I just knew it was happening. A disturbance in the force. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just like woke up feeling like my stomach hurt and I was like, it must be happening today. Either <laughs> <laughs> that or I'm pregnant, which is basically the same thing. <laughs> pregnant with success. <laughs> Uh, no. Uh, formation. Uh, <laughs> Your baby's just gonna come out in like a black hat uh, and a fro. It's just like. <laughs> My favorite. Okay, babies, now let's get in. Yeah. <laughs> Your baby's just gonna come out just like. Just like twitching his Swinging hand, her like, hips. Single lady's like, it's my child. <laughs> my offspring. <laughs> and then we're going to like raise him um, up like lion. Swing ya. Destiny's child. <laughs> Destiny's child. Babies, can you handle this? <laughs> I don't think you can. Ready. Ready. <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this baby. Oh my God. <laughs> Reasons why I'm still single. <laughs> I say shit like that. If I ever do have a child all the time, <laughs> by the way, we're all just like dressed in like black hats. And, or just like, or different levels of the formation, like different oh God, stages yes, of the formation. Looks. Someone's going to be wearing the Gucci <laughs> suits. The I'm, I'm going to be wearing the black. I'm going to be like in the hat. Oh, just like, that's the look I wanted. Damn it. I'll take the look from the, sal- from the salon where she has there you the, go. the parasol and she's just like, whatever. I'm I'm just gonna be like in the middle with like my entourage. She's just gonna be men around me, and we're all gonna be in suits. And oh, that'd fan. be great! <laughs> and I want Solange just to show up and croon to me because I, I like her voice us. a lot. Yeah, she's, um, she's a yeah. They're just so talented. The whole family. Ah, kill me. Um, so anxiousness <laughs> about when that's going to happen. Yeah, and also lemonades happening this weekend. Whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> I was the, just like, what? I know. <laughs> Okay, so uh, there was a disturbance. <laughs> the hive is very nervous right now. In general, every member of the beehive just like what, what, what? And Beyonce releases teaser for this thing called Lemonade. We don't even know what it is. <laughs> like, what is it? I know. <laughs> just called Lemonade. I'm hoping hope so much juice. that it's just Blue Ivy drinking a Capri Sun. <laughs> And, and like just casting side eye at the camera for 30 oh minutes. It's just That's a all line of our artisanal juices <laughs> to drink with your sportswear. It's just blue <laughs> ivy in the kids' collection of Ivy Park. Oh my god, could you imagine? Oh god, my eyes. I'm crying. <laughs> Here, guys, have some lemon cayenne ginger juice. <laughs> it's gonna be an announcement of a new. Maybe she'll start like a new television channel. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's a movement. Yeah, I don't it's care. It's like a bodega. But I do know, unfortunately, I'm going to be, I won't be able to watch it because I'll be not in front of my roommate's television because I'm going to a networking thing. Because if I had known, Beyonce, if you just gave us more warning, <laughs> the one day I'm not in formation, you've got to do this. Oh, my God. That's um, so but I have to go somewhere and I cannot Is it go. a Harvard thing? Yeah, and you're going too. You have a oh. ticket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to remind you about that earlier. 
Chelsea's bra. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, cool. I guess I won't be watching Lemonade either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying. If I can't oh watch god. Lemonade, no one can oh my gosh, watch. Alfred will be lemonade. home watching Lemonade. I'll put it on for him. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to ask for my parents' HBO Go account or something. Like, I just need oh to gosh. watch it. That's so funny. Also, you're not. You're going. <laughs> Cool. Also, cool. by the way, PT Dubs, you're going with me to that thing, so. Oh my god. <laughs> Ain't nobody so watching them. Oh my god, that's hilarious. No one is family. This podcast has really gone off the rails. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous, okay? I just got all this energy. I'm so scared. I wake up in the middle of the night, like, has it dropped? <laughs> because we're on the West Coast, too. And, like, even if I got up uh, at yeah. four, it could be seven their time, and everyone else is already, like, dancing in the streets in formation, and I'm just over here, like, what, huh? Like, crust in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the West Coast for you. I hate it. But I do, I honestly have anxiousness about that. Like, being on the West Coast, I'm just used to, I live on the East Coast, so I'm always used to, like, having everything revolve around me. I know, and it's so annoying. Like, when the it's Super really Bowl happened, weird. I was like, is it already happening? Like, no, I'm just like. I watched the Super Bowl, and it started at, like, 2 o'clock in the I afternoon. Know, like, it's not so wrong. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. And then weird. I almost missed the halftime show because I thought it would be later. I know. The it was in the Super Bowl was in California though, so I thought that it would yeah, be Yeah, it's weird. The halftime show was at like three what was it, like four o'clock? It was or at something? four. Because <laughs> I was like, okay, let me like see if this game's a thing. Um the game and then was it horrible. was the halftime show and I was for like, football God. fans out there, it's a very bad game. That's what I heard, but I didn't really care about that. Yeah. I was really just there for Beyonce to show up and yeah. deliver the best performance I've ever seen at a Super Bowl halftime show since her last performance at a Super Bowl halftime show. Um so fun queen. fact, I know somebody who knows somebody who was one of the girls in that performance. That must be nice. Um does she That's know LA for you. what Blue Ivy's like? Because I really need to know this. Probably. Um, okay, well, I need to talk to her. <laughs> I'll try to make it happen. I can on Saturday, though, apparently. I'm going to the networking event. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we should just show up in the event in our formation outfits we just talked about. I'm going to be, like, trying to access baby. HBO from my phone, so. <laughs> we'll just, just be in the corner. I won't even be able to look on Twitter, because people, everyone I follow is a member of the Beehive. <laughs> <laughs> Because I need, like, I've actually curated my Twitter experience just so that as soon as I check it, if Formation does drop the album, the first tweet will say, oh my god, my edges, and I'll be like, oh my god, and I'll have to go back to title. <laughs> oh my god, my edges, and then you have to go back to title. Um, oh, that reminds me, I need to sign up for title so that I It's ready. actually, since I signed up for title, it's like, like it? I've been listening to more music. Because I can't now. I have Spotify and I'm well, pretty loyal. I'm pretty so. loyal, so I used to do songs uh R.I.P. songs. I know R.I.P. Uh, that was the best. What a horrible situation. I know, and Google Play music is some bullshit. I've Google said Play it. is I'm pretty horrible. Um I don't like title that much because title has its issues and I keep updating it and updating it and there's no album title, so like what the fuck gives? But it's fine. Listen. Um John from uh coding over there he's not doing a good job with title like, no he ruined up the rihanna launch he ruined the kanye launch he's just not paying attention yeah whatever that is it's so expensive for it to be not good but I how much is it a month again i might have the hi-fi version because you know because here's the thing um when presented <laughs> with two options <laughs> i took the more expensive one because i just assumed that 
I'm only here for Beyonce. And if she does something exclusive, I thought maybe right, she should do only point. with title high five. So I just wanted to do I wanted there to be no possible like way I can miss it. Like she's a business person, so she's probably gonna do that. Yeah. And that's why I got it. So how but much is that? It's twenty bucks a month. Jesus. I know. It's it's painful. Ooh. Um so, <laughs> so cheap. Twenty dollars a month? Spotify is ten dollars, and I don't want to even pay that much. Yeah, I don't want to pay anything. I just want there to be music. <laughs> I know we're, the, we're part of the problem. Like Songza used to provide for me, and now you know, it's gone because I don't actually need to listen to whole albums like that. I just like things in the background while I do other things, which is why Songza was perfect. I like listening to albums, but I like Songza because it helped me discover new stuff. Me too. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> I wish it would come back. It won't though. They got so much money from Google. <laughs> But anyway, anxiety. I wish, I wish Google would buy me. I know, right? I would love for Google to buy me. Maybe they'll buy this podcast. That'd some, be great. Some type of, some type of diversity initiative. <laughs> Welcome to Google Presents. <laughs> first comment. You know, Today on Google's first comment, we're talking about Google. <laughs> Do you have Google Drive? Here are some of the benefits. Oh. <laughs> we don't talk a MailChimp here. <laughs> you never know okay so this is interesting they literally just had a call for scripts that feature computer science so they're trying to get into the film stuff yeah i just learned about that yesterday so maybe we're not that far off i mean who knows google i'm here so if if you had to do a movie about computer science what would your movie be about oh wow can it okay uh i would do one about uh, like a young girl in like the early 90s mm. whose parents buy her a computer even though she wanted fucking roller skates. I like And it. she decides to, she gets really into it and she becomes a coder and she becomes like the first female like badass coder. And yeah, that's what I want. That's what I would watch. Yeah, I think I had a similar idea to that one and I also had an idea of like sort of like um, doing something that's a play on women in computer science, sort of like a woman who wants to like further her career at a firm, but men can be awful sometimes. Yeah. And they devalue her and stuff like that. And so she like low-key creates like Spotify or something or Google or Uber. Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. That's um actually pretty relevant. But I think that's happened though. Considering yeah, it's definitely happened. Like Yeah, we just need to find a story. There's all these articles from um New York magazine right now about women in tech fields and how basically like any product that's aimed at women is considered too niche, which is crazy because women are half the population. That's not a niche market, guys. Yeah. It's literally a great market. So I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um and I've been thinking about it a lot because like <clears throat> for example, Soylent. That whole thing mm-hmm. is SlimFast. <laughs> and let's talk about it. <laughs> Except SlimFast is delicious. <laughs> and I'll fight you about this. Um, um, I have questions about SlimFast. What is even in SlimFast? I can't tell you, but it's delicious. It's oh. chocolatey. It tastes like... Um, it just makes me want a milkshake. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's actually lost weight with it. Yeah, <laughs> because well, they're like, so good to me that I drink like ten of them, and that's. <laughs> I love that you like Slim Fast. That's a great thing I just learned. Yeah, I am not allowed to drink them anymore. Actually, to myself, I banned them. <laughs> I was like, the doctor was like, looked at your kidneys um, and was like, "Girl, no." Uh, I looked at my trash because you ever look through your trash <laughs> and just feel like 
I'm why an alcoholic and a diabetic. <laughs> why are there so many white styrofoam so containers? So many takeout containers, so many empty Slim Fast bottles, so many bottles of $4 Palermo's wine. <laughs> what is this life? Um, yeah, it's just really unfortunate. Uh, that's That will be a sobering moment for you if you ever take out your trash. You're like, God damn, there's so much clinking. I know. <laughs> I do feel shame sometimes because I take out my trash and I feel like my neighbors are like, why does she have so much trash? Because I have a lot of trash. I feel like I produce a lot of waste. Yeah, I do too. And I'm like, I bought fruit the other day, so don't judge me. (laughs) These are all orange rinds and green juice containers, so fuck you. The glass is for my (laughs) bottles of kombucha. Yeah. (laughs) Not bottles of cheap wine. You will not judge Uh, me today. Not now, sir. They're both glass. Just like the patriarchy made me feel bad about my own waste. You know what? I bet men have more trash. Oh, no. I I don't think so. I think women definitely have more trash. We just have to do more stuff in general. Totally. Speaking of doing more stuff, I have anxiety right now about showing my legs, and it's the summer. It's hot in LA right you gotta, now. You got to do it. I know I have to, but like then I have to shave. Yeah. And then I have to like worry about the stuff. moisturizing situation. Yeah, my legs are like ashy and See? hairy and all these things. <laughs> all these things I'm worried about. You're and like, I, I don't care. care. <laughs> so this is the difference between you and me. I have a lot of anxiety around that whole situation. Also, I'm convinced that like my legs are maybe the shade of a manila folder, and I'm not happy <laughs> with it. <laughs> But for them to develop some color. <laughs> oh my gosh. Expose them to That's the sun. That's amazing. But I can't expose them to the sun because <laughs> I'm ashamed yeah, of how I they look now. Manila? Do you see the issue? <laughs> Manila folder color. It's so wow. hard being me. <laughs> I just hate it so this much. So many problems. <laughs> so many problems. On uh, top of everything, my legs are the shade of Manila folders. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we need to probably shut this co- this podcast down. I know, I'm like, like crying talking real for tears. It's so hot Why are so many people calling me? I don't know, maybe it's about Prince. Speaking of, oh. we just heard the news. R.I.P. R.I.P. Prince. Sleep well, sweet Prince. Sleep well, sweet Prince. Um, yeah, I have to call my mom. <laughs> uh, so I guess we should wrap up with a new friend question and yeah. call it a day. This podcast had like no structure, but y'all can We live. talked about anxiety. Yeah. Kind of. In a way. Anxiety is not a fun thing to talk about. Anyway. <laughs> um, new friend questions. I had one earlier and I never write them down, so I always forget them. Okay, I have a new friend question. Great. <laughs> so, like, what is your preferred mode of transportation? Like, if it's walking, driving, riding your bike, like, swimming. Like, if, like, if everything was equal and you could get to a place any way you wanted, how would you do it? Um, are we in a city <laughs> or are we in this city? Let's see. Let's say that it's a place wherever you pick is going to be the perfect for your mode of transportation. So if you like mm. pick swimming, then you live like in a water world mm. or whatever. I think my favorite mode of transportation is either going to be biking or mm. driving. I like biking because it's all the fun of being outdoors without the work involved. Pretty much. <laughs> not moving, really. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you're going up a hill, it's not that bad. Um, and I like driving because I like playing music in the car. And I like listening to the music. And I like singing to the music, which you can't really easily do on a bike because you don't get bugs in your mouth. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Solid logic. Um, okay, I'll just flip the question back to you. <laughs> yeah. 
So I, and this sounds like a weird question, but I was thinking about it because I've just been thinking about getting in and around LA and like, cause I don't have a car. And so I was like, well, how would I like to do it? And I was thinking about like motorcycles and, you know, skateboards. I have a neighbor who skateboards to work. Where did they work? They work, um, in Silver Lake. Oh, that's not that bad. From where we live. It's not that bad. And he says it's mostly downhill. But I'm like, how do you get back? Yeah, that seems like a pain in the but ass. But yeah, he like, he like, um, so I have one neighbor who um, skateboards. I have another neighbor who has like, it's it's awful. He has like a little, you know, those little like scooters. Yeah, like the Vespa? Or no, like the less one. Less than a Vespa. <laughs> less than a, like the one where you sort of like have it and then you like use your foot to kick it. Oh, no. Like the kid ones. Oh, no. So like <laughs> I see him leave the apartment and he has his helmet and he goes with it. And I think he must live pretty close around here. Yeah, but I feel like, I mean, that's one way to beat the LA traffic for sure. I'm nervous as hell when it comes to anything that, because I feel like every day, like I was talking to you about earlier, like every day that I don't get into a car accident is another miracle. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not that I'm a bad driver. It's that everyone in the city doesn't yeah, use there's, signals. There's so I saw kids. someone on my way to FedEx this morning. Also, fuck you, FedEx. I saw <laughs> someone on my way to FedEx this morning who like literally broad daylight, no shadows, no, no weird things. Right, he was right. facing away from the sun. <laughs> Drove directly into another person and almost crashed, but like stepped like a millimeter away. And I was like, bro, there was no reason to even, there was no explanation for like how he can, unless he was like literally like not looking at the road, which he probably wasn't. But like, again, like it's so dangerous to drive here just because people don't use turn signals. People are idiots. People nearly hit me every day. Like they can't see my bright ass blue car. (laughs) Like your manila legs. (laughs) (laughs) And the beaming glow (laughs) from my jaundiced forehead. (laughs) Life is so hard for Aaron. Um, yeah. yeah. I feel like my preferred... So I don't like bikes or I don't like motorcycles for that reason. <laughs> yeah, bikes and motorcycles are hard here. But I feel like if I lived in a city where bikes were appropriate, like the Netherlands, like in the Netherlands, people don't even drive that much. They mostly See, use bikes. See, that's different though. I would love that. I love Then you feel like you're not going to die. Here, I feel like you could easily die riding a bike because easily. people are And then they would say, nuts. it's your fault for yeah, having a bike. For sure. And no one obeys traffic laws. And no. people don't understand that lanes I haven't seen. I haven't reason. seen a turning signal since I got here. Nobody I know. Yeah, BC, and the turning signals that are here are at the worst intersections for them, like intersections where you don't necessarily need one. I know, I was like, but like nobody here. But like sunset in Vermont? Yeah. No <laughs> like what the, f- ugh, <laughs> this city doesn't make and any so sense. And we're all turning on red, basically. And it's also right by, yeah, exactly. And it's right by a freaking hospital. A children's hospital. Of all things. Like, it's just like, why, why not make this intersection a little less stupid? <laughs> <laughs> a little less dumbass. Uh, and that's how I feel about all of LA. <laughs> Why is everything so stupid here? Oh I like, gosh. and I like driving, but I hate driving here because yeah. it's just like even driving in Manhattan was less stressful because you knew, like, it, driving in Manhattan is like driving in Mario Kart. <laughs> and people will literally like, like throw bombs out of their windows. <laughs> you're like, it's peels. lawless, and I understand it's lawless. Yeah, but here it's like, this is a driving city. Yeah. <laughs> why is it so, why don't you guys use your turning signals? <laughs> why don't you want to tell me? And then they'll honk at you like they're mad that you didn't know they were going to turn, but they didn't use their turn. I know. They're just like, excuse me for not being in your mind right now, knowing you're yeah. going to do something bullshit. Yeah, it's it's the worst. Um, which is why the holidays are a great time to be in LA. <laughs> or like, no one's here. <laughs> or, or 4 a.m. Or 4 a.m. But then again, you're like 
question your whole life. And then you're like, why am I driving around at 4 a.m.? Why am I conscious right now? Mm, I should be asleep. I should be asleep. Okay. Well, I guess cool. that's the podcast today. Awesome. That's it. Uh, uh, you can find me at Haitianay. Mm-hmm. And you can find me at Swug Tears, where I may or may not tweet these days. Who knows? And you can also find us at First Comment Pod, pod ooh, on pod. Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, First Comment Podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us, uh, Google mm-hmm. and John Show while you're at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find us on Tumblr, First Comment Podcast.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. None of these things are being updated right now because I'm be. not doing anything. Later, but like eventually. after in May sometime. Yeah. After this time, yeah. this is a hard time to do things for yeah. me. But after May the second, I'll be living, living easy. <laughs> we should have a we should have a drunk podcast I'll on be, May the second. Oh, that'd be great! Actually, we should actually do that. Let's do it because I want to drink, <laughs> and I can't because I have to work. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll and we'll have like a lemonade recap because I'm going to watch it like yeah. sometime this weekend. I just don't so know when. May second after May second will be a very special episode of First Comet Podcast. Yeah. We're going to drink. We're going to talk about Blue Ivy's um, appearance in the lemonade short Whatever film. it is. <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, and yeah, I want to get twisted. Okay, cool. Yay. We'll bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>